0: Hi guys, welcome to, I guess, the first episode of Unpredictably Elevated. All the other times didn't work, so we're trying again. My name is Chai, and I am Redeemed Rebel. My little sister. You didn't have to add that in there. Just saying. Okay. They well. don't know. They don't know how we know each other we <clears throat> could be just cut off of good vibes that too but um if you hear little kitten that is Sarabi she is like I don't know two months old too, well I spoke too soon because that, that's what I that was. she was about to say alright um today we're just we're just having some conversations about soul ties and energy and life and that's pretty much what this podcast is going to be about so if you don't have any sisters or if you would just to like to have, you know, some sisterly conversations,
1: here, here we are. are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know. Sultans, they're hard to break. I saw this one Pinterest, um, pin thing and it was, it was saying, uh, oh gosh, what did it say? Said at our soul ties no. Man, I hate to <laughs> do that. It was um hold on, let me see. Basically it was saying that soul ties are harder to break than than being abstinent. Really? Yeah. And <laughs> you might as well just remain absent. <laughs> just never have sex in your life, bro. That's basically what it was saying. And that's really difficult. You have to be super committed. To what? Being abstinent? Yes. Yeah. That is true. Because
1: like, all of these emotions, it's like, God, what the hell are we supposed to do with all this? We just
0: personally, I just write inside. minds out. Yeah. Writing is very good. Um, Fantasizing. That's not actually good. <laughs> <laughs> you should not fantasize. That makes it ten times worse. I mean, what else do you what else are you
1: supposed to do? Like you can't watch porn. Well, I mean you can, but that's I choose not, not to watch yeah, porn. Yeah, That's not gonna help. Cause it's just you have porn to, is just fake. Porn is fake and it's it's like a false one-sided. Like I rarely see pornos where the girl is actually being pleased. I've seen Mm, well i saw briefly saw one good threesome porn where he well too well not threesome porns, but one one threesome porn where the dude but i mean she could just been faking but it was one it's one (laughs) dude he's actually like his videos or his pages is completely off of pleasing a woman and you could actually see it like i would be watching like well, not watching, but you know how you watch it and you're trying to see if it's real. She so observing like body language and stuff. So it's like, OK. But other than that, it's just a whole bunch of noise and just slapping.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Just nothing. Know. Talking shish. I don't know. Also, I found it. It says, if you think abstinence is hard, try breaking a soul
1: I feel like you just every time you see that person, you just remind yourself, I don't have, emo- I don't have feelings for you. It's just my soul. T- it's
0: just the chemicals in my body telling me that I do, pretty much. But it's just like you have to break it, and you don't have to always like do that when you see that person. Like once you break the soul tie, it's like broken. Like you shouldn't have, you shouldn't see that person and be like, oh, I remember what it was like to be with you. Like you, you shouldn't go through that, go through memory lane when you see that person after you've broken the
1: soul tie I feel like for women we don't have that feeling cause half the time we ain't messing with niggas just doing anything I mean I don't know I can't speak for all women obviously but well, I like, can say for myself just yeah no it's not gonna be like damn I remember what it was like being with you it's like no well, you just have warning. a
0: lot of traumatic like I don't wanna say a lot of traumatic but like there was a lot of trauma to the ending of your last relationship. Not I like, mean... Not like horrible trauma, but like... It just ended so
1: suddenly. Yeah, it was Well, so not really, though, because I, I asked for it. But it's just... You wanted... It was supposed to gradually end, but it just... <laughs> stopped. <laughs> dead in the trash. Like, damn. But yeah.
0: I don't know. It's So what exactly is a soul tie? So a soul tie... Okay... So, in order to explain a soul tie, you have to know... Uh, it's Okay, so... They're a chemical called oxytocin. Mm-hmm. Women release this chemical three times in their lives. Not like only three times, but these three situations. During sex, mm-hmm. when they're uh, having a baby, and when they're breastfeeding. Um, it produces... A kind of like bonding love like ooh type of feeling mm-hmm. um, so I need to research this cuz I didn't know well I learned more I learned more about oxytocin after um, I took my doula course but um, first of all let's take a moment
1: let's all take a moment to give a hand clap to my sister for becoming a doula
0: Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, so um, I'll just, hold on, I'll read the definition. So it says a spiritual emotional connection you have to, um, to someone after being intimate with them, usually engaging in sexual intercourse. To the point that when you want to be rid of them from your mind and your life, even when you are far away from them and out of their presence, you still feel as if they are a part of you and a part of you is with them. Causing you to feel unwhole, as if you've given up some of yourself untangible that cannot be easily possessed again. Um, so, it's it's really... it's. Ugh. I feel like I have unconscious soul
1: ties. Because I don't feel like I've lost a part of myself with them. And I don't feel like I have a piece of them. I don't feel like they have a piece of me. I just feel like I have memories. That's literally... Yeah, but it's like, I don't feel like they're walking around with a piece of me.
0: You're not going to feel that. That's for them to feel, not for you.
1: I feel like they not. They probably don't. They're not aware of it.
0: At least, I don't think so. No, I mean, out of sight, out of mind, you know? Yeah. But when you see that person, it may be a different story. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you have to deal with it. Because, I feel like women more so have to deal with it than anything. Yeah, and that's true because we have that. It's it's we have that. Damn, uh, damn. That's because we have that Sorry. that chemical. So it's just like, uh, it's it's frustrating. Um, why does God do this to us? I mean, it's not, it's not anything that he's doing to us. I'm
1: not saying, but I'm saying like, why did he create our bodies the way that he did? Well, I guess well, it wasn't the intentionally we, to Right, use because it. we
0: we really wouldn't have known, we wouldn't know in general how we actually are until before, no, before Adam and Eve ate the apple. Like, how were we, how were our bodies before that? Because he completely messed us up after. He was like, Psh, nah, what y'all thought was going to be our life is not going to be your life anymore. So it's just like, damn. We will never know. But my thing is I feel like we we'll, we're supposed to be we're supposed to go on a journey to figure out how to live as if Adam and Eve never ate the apple. But that's another topic for another day. Yeah. But um yeah, so I'm actually still in the process of breaking my soul ties.
1: I thought I and broke it, mine.
0: Yeah, yeah. It we think but yeah it's not- you, you <laughs> the thing is it's, it's not just some like oh pray to god and it's like done you're you're told, you don't have to make that prayer once well they say that you don't have to pray for things once but it's like it's not like you're praying for the same thing over and over again you're praying for like action to see results not even to see results but to like strength Because you have to fight those thoughts like you have to recognize them like when you have those thoughts you have to recognize them and then you have to label them and then you have to put them away and you have to do that every single time so it's just like praying for strength and consistency and then it's like you have to do tangible things like you really do have to throw away all that stuff and throw away all the pictures which is still kind of hard for me because i'm like oh that was when but it's like no that doesn't matter anymore like that does not matter anymore I throw all that shit away like every every bit of it everything and it's just like dang like those were like my young years you know <laughs> yeah like you want to remember those but it's like that's preventing you or at least it's pre- pre- uh preventing me from being whole in my current relationship. So it's just like, you have to literally go through everyone and break each and every soul tie. Like you can't just be like, oh, it's the last person that I'm with. No, you have to go through every single person. Cause the thing, I feel that soul ties range in intensity. So like, you may feel like a soul tie to someone like that's super intense. Like you see them, you're instantly transported back to like how it was, or like, the good old days, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then some people you look at them, you're like, eh. I feel like so, that's what
1: my that's how I feel with my first
0: Well, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. It's just um you really just have to. You have to learn. You have to research. You have to like all this work. It is work, but it's, it's the journey. What's up, Sarabi? What's up? I don't understand you. But, I um, think she just
1: wants to be touched.
0: Yeah, because she's purring, but she's, like, crying. Or not- I don't want to say crying because that implies something, it's something wrong with her, but... I think she just... She's just talkative. She may just be talkative. Well, what is she saying? I don't know. I'm not a cat whisperer. I know, but I'm saying, like, what could she be saying, bro? That she just wants your affection. I don't know. Because she's purring, which means she's comfortable. Sorry, guys. Side note. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, you have to do your research, um, so that you really understand. I'm not sure if we explained it very well, but, um you have to break them in order to move on fully with your current or new relationship or just in order to just be okay in your singleness like you need to break all those soul ties so that you can be single and meet and, and be like content with that and not be pulled back to any of your exes true I was just gonna say just stay single and stay away from people but you can't do that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: can do that and the though.
0: thing is that um uh the series oh what was that series called relationship goals by michael todd um that was a really good series um i think it's called yeah i think it's called relationship yeah i only
1: watched the first video
0: <laughs> he yeah, said is, sex in a container and that was out of order because that was like episode six or seven there's eight episodes um hold on let me see if i can look at but that was a really good series just focusing on um relationships and what should be done and what they should look like and um yeah so it is called relationship goals um and it's michael todd so if you do if you just search google or search youtube relationship goals michael todd will come up um so that was very informative was very informative um but you you have to do a lot of work in your singlehood and that's a phase that in general bro yeah in life in general but well (sighs) yeah um but it's just there's so much there's so much you don't know there's so much out there um so you're literally learning and by us doing this, we're breaking, like, there's so many generational curses in our family that we we have to break. And it's just, like, relationships is, like, I feel one of the main ones. And then it's, like, personhood. And then it's, like, finances.
1: Mental health.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that, dang, that should be, like, that should be first almost yeah that should be first <laughs> and then relationships no and then personhood and then relationships then finances and then raising children yeah. so that's, that's a lot but yeah you're just breaking it one by one but um yeah I didn't have that I was, I was a serial monogamous like mama so I didn't really have a period of singlehood where I was just like I'm learning more about me and all that stuff. I did that while I was in a relationship. I feel like mama traumatized
1: me with her relationship, so I just decided to be single (laughs) forever. (laughs) I got with some dudes who I liked one. was four, but I only slept with three of them. But um, one guy I really liked, but he just wanted a cookie didn't want to stay to actually bake the cake so that was that then it was just then I actually got into like my first actual relationship that lasted like three years and out of that one now I'm just like yeah I think it's gonna be a while before I get into another one because like you just don't realize the extent of the work that it takes to, to maintain and work a relationship um Like, even now, outside of the breakup, there's things that I didn't realize that I had to realize that I had to actually sit and think about and ponder about. And it's like, man, that's a lot of work. And it's like, just to go back there and just realizing things that you didn't know and (laughs) all of that. And then just, I have to admit, I'm selfish, so I just want to focus on myself. But that's not, that's also not good because when it does come time for me to be in a relationship, I'm so used to being... (laughs) to kind of just being in my own world my own bubble to open my space up to someone else it's gonna be like different not necessarily difficult but just like it's okay it's gonna be difficult
0: just know
1: that it's gonna be difficult yes i think just even listening to you when you listen to that belief in fatherhood to the how married are we podcast like listening to them like it's like oh my god <laughs> Like, dang, but that's some real grown... That's some grown-ish. You know what I'm saying? You think you can just get married. Oh, yeah, we get married. I have a little romance here and there. We make love. have kids, whatever. But it's so much more into that. <laughs> like, being an individual, you know, just... You just... And you're actually doing life with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, committing committing your life to somebody through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Just... Like you're growing, you're you're growing running this marathon with somebody. So you have to adapt to the changes or both of you guys have to adapt together. And it's like, yo, that's intense, bro. Like, that's intense. What is Mm -hmm. wrong, bro? It's intense and it's like, man, so just, and then watch a mama with her relationships. It's like... She's like, yeah, just be happy with being by yourself. So I'm like, yep, okay, cool. <laughs> be happy being by myself. So I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of avoid relationships or it takes me so long to get into one because I just don't, I don't. Although I am open, I am opening myself up for dating, but it's not. I feel like I'm meant to be just a player.
0: I don't think that's what you're.
1: Okay, I know it's not what I'm meant to be, but I think that's more so what I'm leaning towards—just having Because beautiful- you want to be emotionally detached. Well, I wouldn't be emotionally detached. I mean, I have to. I have you. Uh, to- <laughs> you would have to be. Not necessarily. Bro. I mean, I would have emotion. I'll put some emotion. You have to be emotional to be romantic.
0: Okay, so I just, just want to be romantic. Want to fall into endless soul ties.
1: No, I don't. I mean, that's the realistic side of it. The fantasy side of it is just making love with beautiful people, <laughs> having romantic get togethers, uh, romantic excursions. And then we're going about our merry way.
0: Yeah, that's definitely fantasy life.
1: Yeah, I know. But that's it. The realistic side of that is like, no, you can't do that. And then, yeah, you just, you can't do that. So that's why I'm like, damn, well, I just live in my head. I just create love stories in my head. <laughs> Does. But love stories are more than romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's the horrible part about it. Cause I
0: mean, to me that's what Yeah idolise love. Uh that's that and that's understandable because that's what's been pushed upon us. <laughs> so it's just like Like 50 Shades of Grey type shit. Like yeah. let's
1: oh, let's get married and do freaky shit and Oh, you know, what I'm saying keep it real, real simple, but then actually emotionally investing yourself into the person to where you know them like you, you observe their behavior. You can feel them in their energy. I just remember Tyler Perry. Why did I get married when she had an emotional relationship with another guy? He was like, how could you not think that I didn't know you enough to watch what you're doing? Like, damn like you watching wait that was Tyler Perry's character like he's like I know you like I know your energy I know all of that I'm like yeah that's 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 very intense like and it's because you're doing life with that person so you become you literally become one it's Mm -hmm. like all I want to do is do all I want to have is just the romance part (laughs) hell yeah
0: you might as well keep on writing
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> bro that's uh, yeah bro because there's so much more than that it's just like so much
1: more yeah like even with the animals bro like i literally i leave them alone
0: bro I, I don't know, know what her problem on, is bro. like she's just are lying you down are She's not hungry. She ate already. Does your booty hurt? (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) I don't know, but... But even with the animals, bro, it's very difficult for me to be emotionally available to them. I could just feed them, make sure they got a clean place to sleep, use the bathroom, and go about their business. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's not good. (laughs) Watching you, though, I know you're, you're... Destined for love, cause watching you with the animals is like oh. That's because I just love and animals. And you with Granddaddy, oh, you're so caring and observing and I mean, you lack the effect Well, no, cause you affectionate.
0: I just have a limit for my affection. That's all. I think with humans you do, but <laughs> <laughs> not even even for them though. Like,
1: no, bro, you can be affectionate with the animals all the time, like, literally, like, you just scoop them up, not at like four o'clock in the morning when they bother me. Uh, yeah, I seen you at four o'clock in the morning. (sighs) What, what do you want, Simba? What do you want? Simba's our oldest cat's name, yeah, uh, Simba is big ass baby, bro. Yeah, he I've
0: had a shade eight years. Mm -hmm. You look at Simba, you could tell, oh, yeah, He's, he's. yeah, love. he's he's a little bit spoiled. Yeah. Um. Then there's Jax. He's two. He, we don't have him here in Delaware. He's with our mother. You taking him back? Bro,
1: you was gonna take him. I know, but the way you just introduced him like that was your other cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm asking, like, so that. But this is a collective. We're we're one right now here. One where in his podcast yes. or as a family. <laughs>
0: Bro, you tripping. I'm being serious. Anyways, so we have Simba, Jax, and then she has a rabbit named Callie who is also with my mom in Jacksonville. And then we have this little one here, Sarabi. So we have
1: Simba, Simba,
0: Jax, Callie, Sarabi, and my mom has a little chihuahua Dee Dee. so in our family there's three of us we have six animals <laughs> <laughs> we are an animal family and my boyfriend does not like it <laughs> yeah. he's like what nah but he loves Sarabi though he does yeah he ca- uh, baby. a yeah she's a kitten so he's like oh that's all if all I know is all I have to do is bring home the baby animal and he would fall up Psh. yeah cause as soon as he saw it he was like oh I was like
1: <laughs> Hey, bro, you too big to be doing that. <laughs> nah, but I think that was everybody's reaction.
0: Yeah, cause she's so cute. Yeah. But yeah, so I anyways, so. we went on a uh, tangent. Just, just, just ride with us, y'all. Ride with us. Yeah, we don't have a. Uh... I feel like this is just gonna be us talking how we talk. You know, like just. Yeah, but we do have structure. We want. Are we gonna keep that going? I mean, yeah, we can have a little bit of structure, but some days we just have sister talk. True. 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 But yeah, just work with us. Just flow with us. It's all right. Yeah, we out here trying to make it, trying to be somebody, bro. That life is hard. Bro, we gotta wake up and pay
1: attention. Isn't that a Laurice? <laughs> yeah, that was on, that was on Sister Act. <laughs> It's the truth, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. You it gotta is. wake up and
0: pay attention. Yep. If that's... you wanna
1: be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention.
0: Thank you for the ad lib. Oh, uh, I thought you okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Alright. I was appreciating that. But yeah, so affection is totally different
1: from intimacy. You're right I, I have romantic affection I just want to get you in the mood to do some beautiful things I'll be affectionate with you cool I have affection but after that get the fuck up off me right get away from me go about your business and then I'll come back and we can do that again and again and again alrighty <laughs> you don't agree well no. Clearly, I no. have yeah I have issues with
0: what, affection? Yeah, with all of it. But you seem very affectionate and intimate, bro. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'm still learning the difference between what's considered affectionate and what's considered ah. intimacy. I think intimacy is Because the everything was like, I feel like I lumped everything up until one. And it's just like, being celibate now you have to actually figure out what's affectionate and what's that what's that because sometimes some things are borderline like it really depends on you as a person it depends on your partner like you have to figure out and you it makes you talk with that person and the conversation for me is awkward and uncomfortable because growing up we weren't really we I had the racist talk I didn't have the sex talk Like for for my sex talk was here's this abstinence ring, you know what this means, right? Obviously I can get the context, I know what it means, and that was it. Like I didn't have no, this is what happens. I didn't have no relationship talk. Like we didn't have that. Nah. Like so, just like mama didn't know, she didn't know herself. Right. So it's like it's no, it's I didn't, I just don't have that knowledge. So, so what have you figured out? What what differences have you noticed now? Um, For me, basically, affection is just... Uh, I feel like it's like kisses, hugs. Even though no, kisses are borderline intimacy for me. Really? Yeah. Okay, like, so we it's can different only for do, each person. Yeah, like we can only do like pecs. We can't like make out. We definitely can't use tongue. Just being real. I'm just being real. I think think
1: in general, you think well because some people can
0: some people can do that and they're completely fine. But like for us, that's just like no. Like no, we can't do that at all. Not even for like 30 seconds.
1: I'll never forget that 30 seconds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's All
1: I know is I just I looked away and then the next thing
0: I know. What the hell? <laughs> Everything happened so fast, bro. She's talking about a flashback of my boyfriend and I. Look,
1: audience. Kissing. I don't know what we were doing. We were all sitting in the room, and I had turned to to do something, and they were sitting on the couch, and I turned back around and they were just like making out. <laughs> like as if like literally within seconds, bro. And
0: I'm you, like, "You were I, doing something. I thought you were turned around."
1: Yeah, I was to turn back around to do something, <laughs> to tell y'all something. And then I'm like, yo, what the hell? I was like, That oh. was so
0: funny, though. That was so funny. Yeah. But, but yeah, funny. anyways, it Are like, you a kisser? I am a kisser. I am a kisser. So that's very, that's very borderline <laughs> for me. Like, we can only do pecs until we're married. Then it's just full-out makeout sessions. Yeah, obviously, everything is... is once we're married, this is like nothing's off limits. Even threesomes? That's a no, no.
1: We've already discussed that. Would you be open to it if it was not if it wasn't shut off?
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's the that, that's that's a tricky line because I don't think I would want to be friends with the person that would be chosen, but you also want to know the person on a different level. Like you don't want to just choose anybody off the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like You want to know that person, but at the same time, I don't want to be friends with them. Like, I don't want him to be friends with them either. True. So it's just (laughs) like... They know what it is. Right. Which is kind of like swingers, you don't really know them. You just meet up and
1: just... So that's what I'm saying. In a fantasy, in your mind, it sounds beautiful. But when you bring it to logic, it's
0: like... No, there's... Exactly. Like, because like, nah. you don't... You, you have to put in reason. It's like everyone has their own perceptions of things. So it's just like you don't know that person's experience because your perception is dictated by your experience, by your thoughts, by your beliefs. So it's just like if you bring somebody into that situation... Mm-hmm. you're thinking about soul ties you're thinking about uh, their energy their feeling yeah their <laughs> energy like <sighs> what type of person are they like if yeah just... there's a lot that goes into bringing someone else into your intimate space so um, I don't know if I would do that I've i thought about it I even thought about polyamorous mm-hmm. which is um, like having just one big relationship like an it's like an open relationship but i feel like you would get jealous i i think i would i thought i wouldn't i wouldn't but i yeah, cause you are territorial. but just, i ultimately you don't, you don't yeah, realize you are I, yeah i know no i realize it now i realize it because i'd be catching you i'd be like yeah okay catching
1: me doing what being territorial really yeah. over what like watching you interact with style oh I just be like oh
0: yeah yeah I don't know but I don't cuz I don't want to seem that like that person like that overly jealous type like I just don't want to be that like to me that's just I've seen those types and they make themselves look stupid I don't think you would be Not to, that not to say jealous. like people <laughs> I've just seen I've had an experience where someone I could see their insecurities they they treated me with their insecurities, if that makes sense. Like you can act on your insecurities. If you don't deal with them and you, if you don't acknowledge them, you can act with your insecurities. And I saw that and it made in the moment I had supreme anxiety. Um, but now looking back, like to me, that person made them, I don't want to say they made themselves look stupid, but they, they really did the most to kind of show me their dominance because they felt insecure. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of anxiety because I was, it was a new group of people and I was with, I was with one of my friends. So I didn't want to make a scene or anything. And I kind of just, I removed myself a little bit, but it was like, it it was just a weird situation. But I kind of like, just from that point on, like she was on my like naughty list, like do not be around her because you don't know what she's capable of. So, I mean it's <clears throat> I don't think you'll get that bad though. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think I'll get that bad either because I don't want to, so I'm going to be actively if it's something I see that makes that just makes me jealous, I I have to make a note to actually have a conversation with him so that he knows what my triggers are that's another thing triggers bro you need to know all your triggers and that comes with that's a journey in itself because you have to go back to pretty much you looking at all situations where you felt a type of way and you're trying to figure out what exactly made you jump off like what was it that made you go back into that emotion or that feeling or that memory that made you just snap on somebody like if I'm talking to you And then you just say something, you just say something nonchalantly and I'm like, just automatically snap on you. Something triggered me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you have to, you have to go back and like, okay, you know, sorry, it wasn't you per se that triggered me, it was what you said. And you have to talk with your partner about those things or talk to your family or your friends about those things. I mean, you don't have to go in detail, but you need to at least let them know like, hey, like what you said triggered me, like... I don't, know, like, uh, recently I had it with my, with one of my best friends, um, she was saying, um, she was just saying something nonchalantly and <laughs> I wasn't like angry or anything, but I just wanted to communicate that with her. Like, I'm trying to be better about my communication with people. Um, so like it was, what did she say? It was, um, something like, you know how people use the term rape as a, as a term of like fucked over. Yeah. So it was, it was that. And I was just like, ah, that, she, uh, I was like that, that it's, it made me cringe. Like I was just like, ah, uh, but I, you know, you can't really do anything until you, or because you, you have to talk with that person. Like you can't be upset or mad at as someone if you don't talk to them about what's upsetting you. Um, and that's Did a lesson I learned. Yeah, yeah. yeah So we had a conversation. Um, you know, she was like, yeah, you know, I apologize. We haven't talked about it. I was like, yeah, like when I sent it to her, I was like, I know we haven't talked about this. Um, so obviously you wouldn't know, you know, if that, that triggered me or whatever. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that this triggers me because it brings me back. Like it just, it does, it just rubs me the wrong way that that term is used to me. Yeah. To be like, like, Oh, like I just got raped by these prices at this, at this uh, gas station or something like that. Like, it just. What about fucking the ass no lube? Uh, I mean, I, just, I don't really like. I don't know. Like, I can't. I don't. That per se doesn't trigger me, but like, it's still kind of. <sighs> yeah. I'm like baby, some slow people have some slow people, some people have been raped like that, so it's just like that yeah. personally doesn't resonate with me. So that doesn't like literally uh, trigger me but it may trigger someone else because people do rape in the ass, not just in the vagina. Okay, all right. I'm just
1: saying. I know. That's very sad. You gotta
0: be real about it, you know? Um, And and the thing is with that is a lot of people are like, oh, well, in that instance, like, for me, I was very appreciative that I had a friend who was very understanding. But I know there are some people out there who are like, oh, well, I don't have to change my speech for no one. Like... You know, I don't have to do anything. I think that's just their pride. Not wanting to feel like a sucker
1: for conforming or listening. Because sometimes I feel that way. political correctness. Yeah, because sometimes I feel that way like if you listen to somebody or if you're showing somebody respect, you feel like a
0: sucker or a punk, but it's like, it's not even showing like that person respect it's just being considerate if you if you're being if you're someone's friend and and, and a close enough friend where you can have these conversations with them i feel like you should be considerate enough to be like okay well this is you know someone close to me you know if it triggers them i don't want to you know i don't i would rather refrain from saying that at least in their presence you know what i'm saying Mm. um But I know that may be a lot to remember to not say something in someone's presence, but I mean, if you're, I mean, it's the same as using pronouns with with someone, like, they're using their correct pronouns, like, you would have to remember it for that one person, so it shouldn't be difficult, you know, if that's your friend to be considerate of the language that you use around them if they've told you and had conversations that what you've said before has triggered them. So being, yeah, just like I don't like being called yo bitch. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no. Like yeah, bitch,
0: bitches. I know. What my bitches at? And no, said that. no <laughs> you no. was like what? You got really upset with me, and I was just like, yeah, I do don't, mean? I don't like that because I'm not a dog. Yeah, I man, I definitely understand that.
1: But and even I, saying, hey I, bitch, I like uh, you. no, you don't, no, you don't do that. But I hear
0: other people be like oh bitch. No, I used to like because me and Brittany would do that. Well, that's, I mean, that's y'all. Well, I don't, we don't do it anymore. Oh,
1: okay. But me, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to call nobody out my name. I think the only thing I say is, yo, nigga. But even still, I feel like,
0: Yeah, I'm trying to stop saying nigga.
1: It's just so damn, just rolls off the tongue, you know? Just, (laughs) what up, my nigga? (laughs) Nigga, nigga, nigga. (laughs) Peace. But
0: yeah well i don't know but knowing your triggers is definitely important um and being the thing is is that that's something that i'm learning with intimacy is like you said like being vulnerable um it's opening up to that person on a deeper level that's intimacy so having those conversations that you wouldn't normally have um and it's, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a, um, about like sexuality just opening up to because i have you know i have an issue with just talking about my past and talking about things that i feel strongly about like i keep all that stuff to myself so being intimate <laughs> just, i don't feel like it's anybody's business true and it's um but the thing is is that if you're gonna be doing life with someone that person needs to know for me person I feel like that person needs to know everything like how you feel like and I get to the point where I don't even want to answer questions like I won't answer the simplest questions like how's your day like I don't like answering that question why because I'm just like I don't want to like say my day like narrate my day to you I just lived my day I don't want to talk about it but it's like I know that's just a question that you asked but how do you
1: don't you do that with God
0: no, actually.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I don't say, what are we what what talking about? Like, hey, God, how's your day?
1: No, I'd be like, God, look. I was just thinking. da 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 And this, that, 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 and And God, I've been having this feeling. And this, that, and the third. Like that.
0: I don't know. I just kind of Talk. But I've been trying to listen a lot lately, too, so...
1: I can say you are a good listener.
0: Ugh. Only recently. I was trashed before. Like, I, seriously, I was trashed at listening. It didn't seem like it. No. I'm definitely, definitely changed. Like, I'm trying to just focus on not talking as much. And just, like, listening to that other person. Like, looking at their... Body language and trying to catch their tones.
1: Yeah, see, that's that's deep. I feel like I just hear. It well, not really, but because someone can hear could tones. be
0: like, someone could be saying something, and but they could be meaning something else. Yeah,
1: you can hear tones. Yeah, like you'd be like, oh no, da, da, da. like, bro, I know you lie. Like you can't lie because your voice yeah, goes I'm really, high. I'm really bad at lying. You like what? That's how I know you lie. <laughs> what get the fuck out of here bro i can hear you bro i know that about you but i think you're a good listener or
0: it seems like you're getting better yeah i'm definitely getting better i still have a lot of work to do but i'm definitely getting better because i feel bad like one of my friends told me off because i feel like I, i feel like when people are venting to me they want me to help them figure it out but some people are venting because they just want to vent. They they just want to vent. They just need that person to talk to. But I always feel like if you're venting to me, you're venting me. Venting to me for a reason. But that's because if I'm venting to someone, I want that person to pay like, oh, you what should feedback. I do? Yeah, I want feedback. So I, I felt that that's what other people wanted as well. But after my friend told me off, I was like, oh, so you just, you just want me to sit and listen to you without no feedback. So I was just like, that was a shock to me because I'm like what am I supposed to do listen bro (laughs) that's what you're supposed to do is just listen so that was very hard to me just after that that's when I started like okay wow just listening to people if they ask me specifically like a question then I'll like put my opinion Put a pen in there but for the most part I try to like if they're venting I try to just like listen to them because I was just like oh my gosh that was horrible like <laughs> yeah. I never want that to happen to me again but um yeah it's, yes yeah, it's, I think I'm a horrible listener well you can change
1: that I mean yeah
0: I can change a lot of things yeah that's true <laughs> we can all change everything about us we can change but it's like my mind just
1: I'll be having to like pull back.
0: I realize I don't know you and Mama.
1: I realize a fun fact. Mama likes go-go music more than she likes R&B. That was a very that was a fun fact. Yeah. She likes go-go music. Like what? Like house music. Really? Yeah. Exactly. That was... The, what she, when she said, I was like... I was like, really? <laughs> because all she said to is today. R&B. Exactly. That's only because there's no go-go music stations. Oh. No. When she came back from... From here Delaware She's like Listening to the go-go stations It brought her back to Like memories When she used to go to the club Like she she would go to a race She used to go to rapes Yeah And I was like she, And she likes to dance I was like Get out of here <laughs> And it just made me realize Dang Like that's why When I asked her I was like I want to get to know you Like I want to know What you like and stuff And now I realized With you as well Like I don't know you That's deep <laughs> What? That whole thing. I mean, yeah, like, don't want to, that's what I'm saying. I want to be a friend.
0: To actually get to know you. Well, I have an issue with that. <sighs> we everyone's, both do, Everyone's bro. trying to get to know me, and I'm just like a brick wall. I think it's going to take a lifetime. Ugh, I hope not. I mean, I know I have a lot of issues, but I'm trying to work on those, especially before I get married. Because... I definitely need to break down my wall before then. You will. It takes time. It does take time, but I feel like it's already been
1: a long time. Bro, you just recently became conscious. After a whole year, I mean, a whole lifetime of, not a whole lifetime, but your lifetime, 28 years of being fed bullshit. So just feeding yourself things, unlearning things, it's a process. But at least you're aware of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely. So it's, it's definitely a process. But that's why I just
1: want to hide. <clears throat>
0: hiding doesn't do anything, though. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. then You got to come out of hiding and reacclimate yourself with the world.
1: <laughs> Not really
0: if i could if i could isolate myself i would bro why you think i want a cabin in the woods i don't want to be isolated i want to be i want isolated. to be truly just farming and just living life writing poetry and just i just, just want that's to make
1: glory. love and then you can go about your business and then i go do what i want to do and that's be and be mary jane shit. and make beautiful art I feel like Mary Mary J was on a whole different type of thing. I feel like she was looking for love.
0: Yeah. I just want to make love because I want to
1: spread my love.
0: Yeah, but that don't work that way. I feel like it can.
1: Well, you're right because it'll be one-sided. Exactly. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, basically. I just want to spread my love. I mean, you can make people feel good like Holly Berry. Like Holly Berry. I just want to feel good. When her son died, she was with Tommy, uh, what's his name? Billy Bob, Billy Bob Thor. She's like, make me feel good. Make me feel good. And it was having sex.
0: I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everybody knows what that scene is. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I just want to spread love, spread love, spread romantic love. Because I feel like don't nobody know how to romance. I feel like I'm the queen of this, even though I'm probably not. But in my mind, mind, you a lot of things I know. But it's like I need to bring all of that to reality. And I feel like me bringing that to reality, I can be the best lover in the world.
0: That's a goal. That's a little ambitious in the world, in the world, bro, in the world. Bro, what if this one of that like, you know how they say like the things you want to make on Pinterest and then when you make it in real life, it's not what you expected. What if that's like that?
1: I feel like, yeah, it probably will be. But I want (laughs) to (laughs) try. That's why I write poems, love poems and stuff, bro. I'm a hopeless romantic. I really am. I'm extremely, extremely romantic. Yeah, but I don't think that's healthy. What? Being a hopeless romantic?
0: Yeah, because I feel like you get shot down so easily. Yeah, my feelings get invested very easily. But it's like... Like, I like romantic stuff, but... I don't know. I feel like I try not to be a hopeless romantic. Are you a hopeless romantic? Naturally? I think naturally, yes. But I hold myself back a lot. Like I love romantic stuff like I love like going to the beach and like having picnics and walking in the park and Just like romantic stuff like Writing a poem I love creating things Like if you created something for me every single anniversary I would love that better than any bought gift you could ever buy me Like literally anything if you wrote a song for me and played it for me on our anniversary. i love that better than buying me a new car. I don't really. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not really a material person, regardless. Or anyways. So, which is kind of crazy because I love the stuff that I have. <laughs> you say you what? I love the stuff that I have. But interesting. Like you know, like all my books and stuff. Like if I have to give my books away, I would cry. Even though I haven't read more than half of
1: them, I feel like I will buy you stuff. Don't, don't buy me stuff. Like that's how I show I'm. I give gifts. Just gifts that you would like. Language.
0: That's another thing. Knowing your person, knowing your your love language, and treating yourself with your own love language, and learning your partner's love language, and knowing that your love language changes, which I just learned from Belief in Fatherhood*. Cause I thought you had the same you'd have the same love language for the rest of your life yeah but no it changes which makes sense it makes sense it's common sense you change over time you don't stay the same t- the same person over t- over time so yeah. that makes sense but I guess I just didn't realize that your love languages will change yeah and then giving
1: and then um, actually doing the other person's love language like mama's love language is service. Like, for example, on Mother's Day, I wanted to just buy her some flowers. Actually, no, I wanted to take her out to dinner. But I feel like God was like, no, you need to cook her dinner. Because the greatest gift you can give somebody is your piece of yourself. Right. Time. Like, that's the greatest gift. If you buy somebody something, you just apologize for for not giving them your time. I think my Angelou said Dang. that. She's like, you buy somebody a gift, it's just you apologizing for not giving them your time. And I was like, ugh. I guess I don't like I'm stingy with my time I don't give anybody my time but it's like I feel like me cooking mama dinner was a lot
0: more yeah she loved that. she loved it
1: how you know she said it
0: yes
1: (laughs) interesting well that's something to keep in mind but yeah and it was like uh, it means it requires me to be emotionally available Mm -hmm. because you have to be present you have to interact with the person like speaker oh my bad <laughs> it's gonna block that out guys but you just yeah and it's like uh being emotionally available like for me i would just buy people i would just give gifts like that's me being romantic i think the only time i would give you is just the time that i give you to make love to you that that's it but even even still i feel like that would be selfish so I just realized I don't really know how to love at all, bro. I don't. I don't know how to love at all. Well, got to learn. Well, I'm learning through the animals and through you and mama and daddy. Being emotionally available to daddy. Oh,
0: yeah. I need to work on that, too.
1: That's a whole other issue. Because that's the greatest love being emotionally available.
0: Being emotional, emotionally available takes vulnerability. And you have to, you have to... What's the word? Dissect what vulnerability means to you. <coughs> because a lot of the times people think or believe that vulnerability is sex. No. <laughs> <laughs> that it's weakness. Like, it's a weakness. It's something to, not necessarily fear, but something you should avoid. And for me personally, that's how I feel. So it's very hard for me to be like, oh, I want to be vulnerable in this. But you have to just take it little by little. And... Um, I don't know, just really try to be honest with yourself and be transparent. And I think if you're vulnerable with yourself, which is a type of self-reflection, so if you reflect with yourself on just just going into deep... It, it really starts, honestly, with going back and trying to understand... I don't want to say understand why things happen, but understand why you reacted in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So like if you go, if you go back and you start this from as far as your memory can take it, um, go to memories where you felt a type of way or you were angry or you were really sad or you were really happy and you try to figure out, okay, You try to get to the bottom of that feeling. What exactly made you feel that emotion? To me, that's vulnerability. Because eventually you're going to have to take that and show somebody else that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for me, I had to deal with all of my trauma. So, and that's another form of healing. That's what my course is going to be about because you really have to go through your traumas and like literally dissect each one to overcome them. Because you have to understand, you have to validate your feelings, you have to accept and you have to heal. So that's a process all in itself and it took me about two years to go through all of my traumas And I'm still not perfect. Obviously, I'm never gonna be perfect. Perfect, but I'm still not like fully healed. And I don't honestly, I I don't feel like we're. I don't know. Like in my opinion, I just don't feel like every. I don't feel like I will be completely healed. I will just get to a point where I understand and I accept and Why don't you I don't feel get like you're angry completely healed? because I I feel like although I can lessen the triggers, I feel like I'm. Always going to be triggered because it did it happened, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like although I can get to a point where I I don't respond to the triggers or react to the triggers, I feel like I will still always acknowledge the triggers. I would have to always acknowledge the triggers. You
1: know what I'm saying? Well, that's that's a trauma for you. You'll 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 remember it, but it just doesn't affect you. Right, or you
0: know how to you know how to not let it affect you. So, is that healing?
1: I is it healing so.
0: when you're not affected, or is it healing when it doesn't bother you at all? Like, Maybe will you, you ever don't. go through life and not, and like the it'll be like the trigger never was there. Like, it just not that it disappears, but it just you don't even. It's like it never happened. Like. To me, that's healing. I don't know. I don't know what healing is. I'm still trying to figure it out. But Well, I
1: guess with forgiveness, yeah. When well, you know you forgive somebody when nothing they do bothers you anymore. I mean, that's what I feel forgiveness is. Yeah,
0: that's what forgiveness so. is. Forgiveness, forgiveness is like being able to look back on the situation or the person and not feel any anger or any well, any bad energy towards them. Like You can see them on the street and you won't be like, man, I want to box that. You know what I'm saying? Like. When you, um, I guess when you compare
1: it to that, then yeah, healing is, could be that, but it's like, well, can you, will you ever heal from a trauma? Is do Can you ever heal from a trauma? I don't know. Maybe just learn to live with it, well, live it, with it in a healthy way. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out.
0: I am really am because is
1: your goal to have it not affect you? I well, mean, yeah, like you different. don't want
0: your you don't want your traumas affecting your present life. Yeah, that is true. Like to me, that's that's like PTSD. That's your trauma affecting you in your present life. That's what PTSD is to me.
1: think for me personally I have to recognize that I even have trauma because I feel like I don't yeah
0: that's yeah
1: because I feel like the trauma when I see trauma it looks a certain way and I don't see that in myself so it's like well then I'm fine babe what the fuck you talking about that's why I'd be like you and mama have gone through so much more shit than me because y'all have but I mean I but yeah so but I feel Ooh. like with y'all, I mean... I don't know. Yeah. So... We'll have to continue this conversation.
0: Yep. We will... I guess this will be a part two. Yeah. Well, we will talk to you guys later, and... In the meantime, find your triggers, figure out what real love is,
1: not just romantic love.